0: You're listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into A Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. Hey.
1: This is Zach Whittington on an episode fifty-three. We are back. It is a new year,
0: new year of podcasting. Not a new year. Still twenty twenty, guys. It's not
1: a new calendar year, but for
0: still this rough twenty twenty.
1: Yes, it's it's still twenty twenty, but it is now a second loop around the sun for Moody Sports. Shout out, out. Daniel. Just reflect on that.
0: (sighs) If honestly, it went quick. I feel like it really did go quick. 52 weeks, even with the, you know, we had a couple breaks in there. uh, But, you know, overall, 52, probably 54 weeks went very quick, I feel like. So, are you
1: better at podcasting?
0: I do. I think we are both better. You actually talked about, uh, you went back and listened to some of the original episodes versus some of the newer episodes, and uh, you said that you did hear the improvement. I definitely think there's been improvement. Um, Obviously, we've been able to smooth out some of the technological stuff over here in the studio, and uh, obviously, I think we... With the moody dot out there, we we progressed it some, but uh, there's always more room for improvement, more room for growth, obviously. All
1: right, I want you to give yourself two compliments from the last year right now.
0: Myself, um, in podcast, in
1: podcasting. What do you think you've been good at over I the think, last year?
0: I think this last year I got really good as far as the editing pieces, which oh, I, okay. I think is great. Um. I, th- I think the editing is... Re- and like I do enjoy it, hon- honestly. It's a lot of fun to edit it together. But uh, I also do think I got better as far as just getting my voice uh, under control a little more. I used to feel like it used to be a very up and down with it all over the place. Um, maybe and that might be a mic improvement as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, the equipment has gotten better. I kind of think that uh, we've just gotten a better flow. You know, oh, yeah. We're not so worried about reporting sports scores the whole time as much as we are just having a quality podcast and good conversations exactly, exactly. I mean, That's what makes a good podcast engages your listeners and, you know keeps us coming back i mean it's it's a release for us we get to talk out some sports which you don't get to do in a normal life really yeah. especially not at the office
0: nobody in the office talks sports with exactly. me exactly
1: but uh you know something cool uh my the company i work for their coffee there's already a couple nfl players that uh rep the coffee garrett bradbury for the uh vikings does and then another player for the raiders posted about purity coffee so it's pretty sick
0: that's nice uh,
1: they're talking about expanding the nfl
0: hey i mean it's a good it's coffee like you you always tell me the uh health benefits from the coffee that y'all make and like clearly i think this is something that players can look into to help with their bodies. Yeah,
1: you're not allowed to take a lot of the supplements over the counter like me and you are. We can, like, I'm serious. Like, even stuff like you go to Walmart or GNC, there's usually a little NSF or like a little sports uh, emblem on the pre workouts and supplements that will pass a drug test because it's well a performance enhancing test. Because you could have just like a normal pre workout, like C4. Some versions of C4, you cannot. That's like the most common cellular pre workout if you can't take that as a college athlete and uh they make a c4 sport which is specifically approved you'll pass and you know it's just less
0: well it's the same premise too as a couple of years ago with the clemson and the national championship where the they had the suspensions from the stuff and like they didn't even know they just got handed to like something and like it's something that's even in common day shampoo you use all the time i was,
1: hearing, I, was uh, I was thinking about that while i was saying the part about the I was just talking. About, I was thinking about it, and then you talked about it. So yeah, the flow. I think we've gotten better at picking up on each other in the podcast too. So it's been a great year. It's been awesome, and uh, I'm excited for the podcast. However, there is some less exciting news we're going to talk about, and uh, we've taken a week off because we've had some tragedy happen in our friend. Life, our personal life. Two of our really good friends, Carlos and Haskell, tragically got in a car accident. So we took some time, celebrated their lives.
0: Reminisced. Processed
1: everything. But we're going to name this episode after the boys. So Carlos and Haskell, rest in peace. Daniel, if you would like to say anything,
0: Yes, obviously, um, like you said, rest in peace, and uh, I, the prayers out of the families. Um, tough time for a lot of people, but like you said, it was a good time, we got to see a lot of friends from high school and stuff, um, I've known, you know, I knew Carlos and Haskell from middle school, and they are just two people, great people, happy people, so, uh, but yeah, shout out to the boys, Haskell and Carlos, also the boys of just the friend group, shout out to the guys, man.
1: Got to see everybody. Everybody stay safe. So if you're listening, boys, uh, we care about you, and let's hang out soon.
0: Well, uh, with that being said, we are going to move into the sports talk now, guys. Obviously, still moody sports, still giving you hot takes, good information all the time. Um, So, Zach, I think we should start in the obvious place. We're going to a bubble, going to Orlando, NBA. What do we got going on, Zach? <laughs> we are in some round two matchups, some still first rounds. We got some semifinal, match-ups. We got some, some semi-final
1: matchups. we got some first round matchups. We got East. We got West. We got Lakers, Clippers. Well, they're actually waiting. But second round, we have almo- almost all of our matchups solidified, except there is a game seven tonight between OKC and Houston to determine who's going to play the Lakers in the semis next round. By the time y'all hear this, this that game will be decided. But we'll talk about that game in a second. We're going to start in the East. I like it. Start in the East. So, second round, semifinals in the East. You got Boston versus the Raptors. So, you have the defending champ, Toronto Raptors, playing the Boston Celtics. Daniel, we got Absolutely. into it the other night amongst the boys. Paul's a Celtics fan. He was there. He's okay. been on the pod. Shout out, Paul. And uh, Andy was there. You were there. I were there. We were watching...
0: Oh, we were watching Celtics-Raptors. They were playing game two of the uh, semifinals.
1: So, everyone's repping the Raptors, and I'm going to let you make the case for this. Okay,
0: so, I believe in the people who are refing the Raptors, this is not exactly where I'm thinking this is the greatest team ever, and obviously this team did lose their best player in Kawhi Leonard. But you still have... Two of the best point guards in the NBA, as far as just defensive and aggressiveness and willingness just to keep shooting, like they're quality players. Between Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet is probably going to be making twenty-five, maybe you know, thirty million coming up on his next contract. Free agent this offseason. I think he's in the line for a big paycheck. But also, you have Pascal Siakam, all-star, who has just obviously been a dominant player. He's been quiet these first two games of the, the of this uh, you know of the of the semifinals. But I do think that he can pick it up anytime and start playing well. He needs to for this team to win. But I do think this is a team that people disrespect, that think that are just, they're like, oh, they're terrible. They lost Kawhi Leonard. Why are they even in the playoffs? I think this is a team who totally can make it to the conference finals of the East.
1: So I'm getting a different vibe. <laughs> I'm getting a different vibe. I, I get the vibe that people are saying the Raptors are so great, and... They're a really good team when, in my mind, if I think back a year ago, it took Kawhi Leonard and a couple game-winner bounces off the rim last second for them to even make it all the way to the finals. I understand Kawhi Leonard turned it on in the actual finals and went crazy, and he does what he does. But at the same time, I just – you lost Kawhi. You're in here playing the Celtics – and the Celtics were struggling a little bit. everyones I feel like all the media's is telling me how good the Raptors have been all year without Kawhi. I'm like, you're only good because you're in the East, where the number one team is the Bucks, and they're struggling with the heat. They're down 0-2, and you don't have your star. And Boston, I'm tired of hearing Boston's the best thing since sliced bread if you're struggling a little bit with the Raptors. Boston should sweep the Raptors. It should be a no contest. Jason Tatum is going to sit here and complain like he's a top five player in the NBA at 22 years old. Come on, then. Let's see a sweep against a team who lost their star. and took them to the playoffs last year. Boston, it's time to put up. And, I mean, same thing for Pascal Siakam. You say you can turn it on whenever. Bro, you're down 0-2 in the semifinals. You better turn it on. So I hate to be, I hate to sound so negative about the Raptors and the Celtics. I'm still salty that Kimball Walker is on the Celtics. So, but the same thing with the Raptors like, they don't have a chance. If the Raptors make it to the finals against the Lakers or the Clippers, it will be a 4 0 sweep. <laughs> so I, I, I just don't believe in the Raptors. If they prove me wrong and win the title back to back, I will move to Canada, Daniel. How about, oh,
0: wow. Okay. So we got Zach going to the A people.
1: Hey, go all the way up Toronto. It's a beautiful city, I hear. Charles Barkley said Toronto is his favorite city in the world.
0: Although they won't let you in right now, Canada's not accepted. Really? Yeah, you can't cross that border. <laughs> um, but guys, like Zach mentioned, the heat. Uh, and the bucks are also playing in semifinals currently the heat win the first game by uh, you know at least 12 points a uh, good margin there very impressive win for the heat jimmy butler drops 40 points um, on probably 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 one of the best shooting nights of his career on yeah he's
1: not really a three point shooter man he'll make a clutch bucket because you know that's his last name he's jimmy jimmy buckets but he's not a make-eight-three-pointers-in-a-game type guy like Steph Curry does on a nightly basis when he plays, which was years ago.
0: So, so Zach, uh, in this series, they're now playing their 2-0 right now, uh, or they're playing second game right now. And uh, so I do believe at this point the Heat are leading the Milwaukee Bucks. Zach just threw it up for us. 44-36, uh, second quarter. And yet again, it looks like uh, the Heat's defensive plan of playing Jimmy Butler, J- uh, T- uh, Jay Crowder, and then um, not even Bam bio. They, they're not even playing Bam on him. Occasionally when uh, Giannis is at the five, they've played him on him. But overall, their defensive plan has just been one man. Shut him down. Do not let him in the hole. And it's working well for him. Hey, well,
1: he's not a shooter. So, I mean, I love Giannis, but... To say he's a complete player would be a mistake. I mean, he's a two-time reigning MVP just because he's seven foot. He can cover the floor defensively, gets you 13 rebounds, and score 30 off of dunks. I mean, he's unstoppable to a point. Playoff basketball is a different story, especially when you've never won before. I mean, just based off what I've seen my whole life watching basketball, it's hard to get over that first hump of winning. When you do, you can usually come back, but – a young superstar it's a lot to expect you're expecting Giannis Antetokounmpo the only reason the Bucks are relevant to carry them to the finals like it's a, it's a tall task for a 23 year old
0: I absolutely agree and I do think uh this is something that may lead to a hot take that I have um and there's not really any buzz about this but in the situation where the the Miami Heat beat the Bucks, knock them out of the playoffs here, and they continue on for a potential championship run or whatever it is. Uh, do you think Giannis, a free agent either next, I do believe this offseason or next offseason, do you believe Giannis Antetokounmpo ends up as the number one player with Jimmy Butler at Miami?
1: No. No. Because I think... I've heard a lot more rumors for him to go to the Warriors. I would like to see Giannis go to the Knicks myself, him and R.J. Barrett, a little, uh, little international persuasion up there. So, so I would like to see Giannis to go revive the Knicks. There's no way they would not get better with Giannis.
0: On the they would get better with him. But
1: though. the thing is, you have to have someone. James Dolan's the issue. He's always been the issue. You don't. They've made some good hires. And here's the thing. I think Giannis is the type of guy... They could go over there and put up with Dolan's crap because you see how Giannis acts on Instagram. You see how he acts with his girlfriend and his social media. Like he's, he's, he's funny.
0: He's clever. Edgy.
1: He's a little inappropriate. And all of that times a hundred is what James Dolan is. So, you know, and James Dolan's also just a bad guy by, by many people's accounts. But I think Giannis could go just focus on basketball and make a difference for the Knicks, and he'd make a lot of money doing so. I mean, he's going to be a max guy, and then you just just think of the endorsements. You're living in New York. You're a larger-than-life athlete, so, I mean, I would like to see the Knicks. I really don't want to see him go to the Warriors. I really don't want to see him go to the
0: Warriors. So the reason I feel the Heat are a very valid option, just because there's few reasons. Pat Riley is the number one reason. That man, he just has a way with getting people to come play for that team somehow. And then also... I do believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo fits that Heat culture, which everybody talks about as far as just the willing to he, – he fits in with Jimmy, hard, willing to do the extra plays, diving out of bounds for balls and stuff. He's going to make those gritty plays that are needed, and so I think he fits that Heat culture. And also, the Heat have many young players that are trading assets, but also free up some extra cap space where they already have enough cap space to bring Giannis in. So I think that I think but I do I've definitely obviously we've heard the Warriors and from uh, many people in uh, sports media and stuff and other teams like that. But uh, I do think the Heat always a team to look at for potential free agents. Um, So uh, with that being said, we now do, as Zach mentioned, this evening have OKC playing Houston to figure out who will be playing the La Lakers.
1: The Law Lakers, La Lakers. The Lost Lakers. So, you got Chris Paul. Oh, hang okay, let's, let's, let's wind the clock back five years real quick. If you would have told me that Chris Paul playing for the Thunder will beat his ex-team with James Harden and Westbrook on the Rockets you would have just been like, you're crazy. You're literally just telling me a flip-flop story here. Like Nothing old sense. man, Chris Paul. But here we are. Game seven, Westbrook, slightly injured, but playing. Harden, not scoring the way he should or taking over the game. Going into a game seven against Chris Paul and the young OKC Thunder, who this is a resurgence of Chris Paul like you've never seen, man. This is a six foot tall, 32 to 34 year old point guard getting buckets and willing his team to a victory he's clutch he's swaggy he's the uh the head of the players association he's part of the banana boat crew i mean it's chris paul it's cp3 state farm but do they get it done daniel tonight we're predicting we're gonna figure out if we were right or wrong when we listen to the pod
0: tomorrow oh boy um so i personally am going to go with houston just cause I do think James Harden's going to do what you just said. He's going to go off. He's going to take over the game. Yesterday well,
1: I said he was going to drop 50, 10,
0: and 10. But that being said, watch out. Another man. This is another move I've thought about. Potential. You know, obviously you got LeBron James and the Lakers. They have a Ray Rajon Rondo. They have a lot of one year contract players out there. They're going to be clearing out. What if the potential of Chris Paul moving to the Lakers in this next offseason and becoming the point guard for the Lakers
1: so they vetoed Chris Paul to go play with Kobe but they'll let him go play with LeBron when he's an old man so
0: I think so yeah the Hornets
1: can't get anybody
0: the Hornets can't get anybody the Hawks just keep going to the draft boys love the draft we love it Um, and then obviously on the other side of the Western Conference Semifinals, you have the Clippers who knocked out the Mavericks in six games. Uh,
1: hey, hey, news! You saw Marcus Marcus Morris? Yes. Got yes. fined 25k for slapping uh, Doncic on the foul, for, like repeatedly fouling him and stuff. 25k.
0: And then Doncic got a $15,000 fine for throwing the ball off a ref's leg, which I totally missed that happening, and I was about to say, I have no idea, it's crazy, um, but they will be playing, the Clippers, will be playing the Denver Nuggets, who last night closed out the Utah Jazz in Game 7, and what was really... Started out as a very low-scoring, not very great game exactly, but by the end of it, it was just it was close game, thrilling game seven for a. Uh, it, was, it, was, it had somewhat of a feel of a playoff game. Yeah, you know, I mean it, really was it was great. It was
1: winner go home, and it's sad because uh, Denver missed a layup as like time was about to expire and gave uh, Utah a chance to sink a three. Mike Conley ran down, missed it, and had Donovan Mitchell wide open across the court, but there was only three seconds.
0: I was about to say, it's tough. Though. You make the pass and it doesn't get there in time. Yeah, so I totally agree with Mike Conley taking the shot, but and he, if Don, I think it hurt Donovan Mitchell a lot, man. He took it hard. That man was Yeah, he was, but he also upset.
1: tweeted after the game, he was like, to go from a team that was unsalvageable in quotation marks after Rudy Gobert caused all that drama to them almost winning a Game 7, man, that's a good resurgence. And he's the one that said it, and he's also announced or it was reported that when he becomes a free agent, pretty soon in a month or so, he's going to sign long term with the with the Jazz. So Donovan Mitchell, long term guy, going to the Jazz.
0: I think this is a man that could, I think that he's totally is a player that can carry you um, a good ways. Uh, if you, especially if you can get him a secondary player um, that is not that Rudy Gobert is not great, but Rudy Gobert can have a streaky career. Right, has streaky games. You're saying that though.
1: You're telling me you got to get Donovan Mitchell more help when he has Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley, I am a Hornets fan, dude. Like, 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 shut up, everyone else in the NBA. Like, LeBron, you don't need any more help. You're LeBron. Our best player was Devontae Graham last year. I want you to understand that from a Charlotte fan. Our best player was a second-year, second-round pick, point guard out of the draft, who only got minutes because we lost our star player to Boston, a big market. So, the next time I hear a superstar complaining about needing help, like, oh, it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. <laughs> like, you could be the
0: name. Zach going ham out here. I mean, I'm just tired Love of it. it.
1: I'm like Donovan Mitchell. You don't need more help. You needed to be more clutch. Is what you needed to be.
0: <laughs> well, Zach. Before we get out of the NBA, I did have one question for you. Something that uh, I heard while listening to radio today. Stephen A. Smith came out screaming, obviously, always screaming, always yelling. And he was yelling about if the Houston Rockets lose tonight to OKC is he's so good. He goes hard. Looney Tunes stretch arms. Love it. No, you're good. Um, do you think Mark D'Antoni is getting f- potentially let go as head coach of the Rockets if they lose that series?
1: So you just uh you were talking about Stephen a Smith I'm gonna I'm gonna quote his ex counterpart skip Bayless. his uh he calls Mike Dantoni he calls him Mike Antoni because there's no defense play there's no D <laughs> there's no D in Dantoni he doesn't play defense so he calls him Mike Antoni. <laughs> but there's rumors Mike is gonna get a uh, Pursued by the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, he's probably out of Houston, man. He's had it for seven years. All they do is score a ton of points and do nothing in the playoffs. Something's got to give. You got Billy Donovan coming out of college, coaching OKC with your old players on. It. So, no, I mean, right. I mean, Dan Tony's great. You're going to score a lot of points. You're going to get an MVP. You're going to have a point guard explode for crazy numbers. But you're not going to do anything in the playoffs.
0: I like it. I I agree with you. I do think he could. He's probably going to be out just because of the track record. Exactly. You can't continuously. It's been like five or six years straight of the same thing. So, well, guys, we are. We're in September. September second today, and we got football in eight days for NFL. We got football in college in ten days. Starting with big game, uh, an ACC matchup, because obviously we're playing strictly conference games for most teams. Um, you have Clemson playing Wake Forest on the road, September seven or September twelfth at seven thirty. Zach, are you ready?
1: No, because there's no Clemson fans allowed at the game, so I'm gonna have to watch from home.
0: Unfortunately, it's an away
1: game. I understand, and. I'm- you don't want us coming up there causing a ruckus. So, uh, I'm ready. I mean, I'm pretty confident Clemson's going to get the dub. I'm not too worried about the score. I'm excited for the season though. They say Clemson's going to allow 19,000 fans in the stadium. Hopefully I'm one of them. We'll see. Season get- to get hold. Yeah. Or- I need to call though. Cause I've- I tried to log into my account and it didn't exist. Oh. Uh, Ipte, uh, give me a call. Hey, and guys. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> give me a call. Uh, but anyways, I, hopefully I'll get that figured out. I think I might be able to get a ticket upper deck to the game this year. They'll have a spread out, I'm sure, masked up. Which, you know, I usually only stay until halftime anyways, especially on a blowout. I know people can look down on me for that, but I'm a young guy going to hang out with my friends at the bars. But I'm excited for Clemson. I'm excited for the season. I'm probably going to be staying home a little bit. So, But there's more news than just Clemson and allowing fans. There's a lot of people going to allow fans. But now we're hearing scores. that the Big Ten might allow fall football.
0: They have been looking at it. They have been. There's push, obviously, push from players, push from coaches. Um,
1: push from POTUS. From P- POTUS. Yeah. Yeah, POTUS. what Trump do. the Big Ten. He had a meeting with the Big Ten commissioner, mm-hmm. I think, and uh, talking about get football back. However, they would have to put a lot of things into the action very quickly
0: they gotta get they gotta going to catch up
1: with everybody else, which makes me doubt it. And then there's some juicy information here. We got some juicy storylines floating, circled around the fact that the Big Ten is canceled and the SEC is not. So, Daniel, I'm gonna let you preface the story, and then I will tell you what I'm thinking.
0: All right. So preface the story as a georgia fan obviously uh the dogs i am going to be keeping up to date what's going on in the quarterback room there was a huge question mark for this team as far as who is going to be the starter you have uh, tra- uh, graduate transfer uh jamie newman gra- uh transfer who was as eligible to play jt daniels um although he has a current knee injury he's coming back from uh from usc and then uh you have a sophomore or junior, Dwayne Mathis, who is finally re- recovered from a brain surgery and is able to play now, um, cleared for Pratt play. Uh, and then also you have a freshman coming in. and um, So there's a lot of competition going on. But the clear starter for a lot of the people was going to be Jamie Newman until about four hours ago when he... T- informed and then media was blowing up with it that he is going to be sitting out the 2020 season due to the coronavirus pandemic and he is going to be preparing for the NFL draft. He, he is the number six quarterback on Todd uh, McShay's draft board.
1: So let me ask you this Dan. Um, realistically you only got a few conferences planned. There's only a couple conferences that matter even if all of them are what is the probability in your head before the season that Georgia was going to win the SEC and have a t- potential play for national champion?
0: Uh, so, personally, I did think this was a year that Georgia was looking pretty good. Overall, I was very comfortable. Our defense is going to be improved from what it was last year, and that was a dominant defense last year. Um, I really. Maybe part of that
1: was your quarterback
0: it really was last year quite the quarterback was an issue and I felt like we had options that was going to be able to clean up some of that quarterback play but that being said we still didn't see Jamie Newman play SEC defenses he was playing you know he was playing through the ACC schedule um, with Wake Forest and outside playing Clemson last year and a couple other teams there wasn't major tests for him um but JT Daniels, same premise with the Pac-12. You can throw all over the Pac-12 all day. It's going to be a little different when you get down to the SEC. Um, so, um, so you lose your quarterback. Still
1: question mark. You lose right? your quarterback, and so how do you feel about your chances now?
0: Uh, Without Jamie Newman, I feel sort of the same scenario. I, yeah, I still feel comfortable things. and confident. We had an unknown. There's still a big old question mark there.
1: But what if I told you this? Dan? <laughs> Instead of an unknown... You bring back a guy who you do know. A guy who is going to also get drafted next year, but he didn't opt out. His league did. And I'm referring to Ohio State and the Big Ten opting out, which has caused Justin Fields, the ex-Georgia quarterback who transferred to Ohio State.
0: One season there, fantastic season. So
1: it, and in my head, I'm like, if I can't play football because my conference won't let me, and I want to play football then why wouldn't I just use my free transfer that the NCAA is granting to go to Georgia? Kirby, let's run it back. Not Kirby. Uh, no, it's Kirby. Kirby. Kirby, let's run it back. And then Georgia is legitimately a top team in the nation automatically because you don't have the question mark of Jamie Newman in his co- uh, competition. You've seen Justin Fields do it in the SEC. You've seen him do it in the Big Ten. So here we go.
0: Absolutely. I, I do like that. Um, I, that's and, and
1: juicy detail.
0: He, uh, yeah, Justin Fields was present at the Georgia spring game uh, a couple weeks ago. Even though it was closed to, you know, it was closed to public and stuff. But Justin Fields, if he's looking to come back, they're going to let that man in and let him watch. He does what he wants at that point. Um, I think it's a great thing. Why is
1: Justin Fields at the spring game for Georgia? He should. If you are an Ohio State quarterback, you are not at the spring game for Georgia. Exactly. If Trevor Lawrence isn't sitting at his next favorite school's spring game.
0: Exactly, I and I I totally think that's a valid point. Personally, First year's
1: fire. Justin Fields will be the Georgia quarterback within the next week. I love it.
0: Um, but <laughs> and, and one thing too, man, it's like. It, it, with the Jamie Newman deciding off out, I totally understand him wanting to opt out, and uh, it's absolutely his right. But, like, I just sort of confused, and what's the point? I guess you didn't really see a pandemic hitting or anything, but this man transferred here. And I also wonder, is there a little writing on the wall for Jamie Newman? Was JT Daniels playing better than Jamie Newman in practices and looking like the number one guy over Jamie Newman, who was – i'm you know people are talking about him as far as uh the the Mackey award winning some big awards out here for quarterbacks and offensive player of the year and stuff so um but yeah i still feel personally the season for the dogs pretty much still same premise if you can win at bama you're probably gonna go undefeated but you gotta go win at bama so <laughs> we'll see um that's all we got really in college football into the pros for football. Obviously, we have been play- in practices. They've got pads on. They're playing um pra- and I did see that uh the NFL reported uh of like, you know, some 20,000, 000, 30,000 000 tests that they had ran over the, you know, over the period of August, uh, the last half of August. They had like five or six positive tests so really good numbers there but you know still out here still having concerns as far as is there issue with them playing uh but we do know one quarterback out there is not worried at all about playing Zach Kirk Cousins has hit you with a big old quote and honestly bad I'm up an Instagram
1: story of it
0: bang dude Instagram, check it out, guys! Moody Sports Page, uh, also Twitter at Moody Sports Page. Follow us and Re- you know, like, retweet everything uh, we got. You just
1: got some podcastception if you're on the page right now. But um, beautiful quote from Kirk Cousins, great guy to say. It's always been quotable. <laughs> Obviously, his all timers. You
0: like that? Do you like that? Oh, dude, I like that.
1: And he made it all the way. To, he made it all the way to Minnesota, and now he is been interviewed on a podcast i think it was called like 10 questions or something like that and he uh he obviously probably got asked around 10 questions and one of them was about covid and he went on to say you know if i get covid i get it if i die i die it's survival of the fittest at that point you know it's if i die i die
0: that is yeah that is what that man said at this
1: point it (laughs) This is reminiscent to me of, like, Thomas Jefferson or, like, some old founding fathers. Give me liberty or give me death. (laughs) So, is Kirk Cousins an American hero based off of this quote? If I die, I I die. die. (laughs) Out of context.
0: Yeah, out of context also. Some people in context, still yes. But, that is what it (laughs) is. You know, your decision. All I got to say to Kirk is, Kirk... You ain't worried about yourself, but if your teammate catches it and your boy doesn't make it through, and you're the reason he got it, you're gonna feel pretty bad. So that is what they're worried about. Just to let Kurt Cousins know, I know he's listening. Just to inform you, Kurt. <laughs> um, we are all
1: also listening. So <laughs> you're talking to Kurt, but anyways, that's all the Vikings.
0: No, yeah, no other Vikings news other than shout out Bradley Long. Uh some news coming out of Jacksonville a team that literally Zach if you go back what was it 4 years ago at the halftime of the AFC championship game they were up on the patriots by by 10 points at least that team is now literally no more as Leonard Fournette was re- released from the Jags, and there's not a single player from that team still on that team currently. Yeah, you
1: got to think of all the players that are gone. So you got Bortles, Fournette, Jalen Ramsey, and Gokwe. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? That's four of them. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. He, he plays for. He plays for the Ravens now. He's the Campbell oh, five, five. Mean, and then uh, just I mean, those here are five superstars.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they they couldn't get it done. They blew it up. So now Leonard Fournette's out. There's that's no more. But big question, Zach, is we're not too far off from football starting. So Leonard fournette has got to find a landing place do you think, where do you think this man's going? I have a feeling of potentially Carolina. I like that because obviously, and a lot of these teams already have established backs, but you're going to have to have a two-back system in the NFL from now on. That's yeah, just I, how it works.
1: I had a couple teams pop out in my head. The first one was Dallas, and I know they got Zeke, but there's your two-back system you're talking about. The juicy ones, to me, are related. It's Tampa Bay and New England both. Those are my two that are related. So, Tampa— The obvious better choice if you're pulling for not the Patriots. And uh, (laughs) so you get Tom Brady plus Leonard Fournette plus his receivers and Gronk and the defense. Like, come on now. That's fire. Tampa's probably on the phone with him currently. And then Bill Belichick. I also, with the reports about Cam Newton, about how hard he's working, and then the reports about how ahead of schedule he is, how he's the clear favorite, how he's the hardest worker in the room, Bill Belichick's loving it. We just watched a Belichick Saban special the other day, so it's a awesome. little soft spot for Belichick and the Patriots. Oh, I always have. I respect it. but uh, <laughs> I, respect I respect it. it. You, put, you put Cam Newton and Leonard Fournette in the backfield, hey, why not just go to the playoffs this year if you're Belichick? Who cares about getting an early draft pick? If Cam Newton ends up giving you five to six years of pretty good play.
0: I mean, that's absolutely fair. Um, I do like the the Patriots do make sense. Uh, Sony Michel's their starting back, and he didn't have a great year last year. Um, But even that being said, we talked about the two-back system. And a lot of these, Sony Michel reminds me a bit of an Austin Eckler in the Chargers where you got small dude, very shifty, but you need a thumper, a man who on the two-yard line is going to get you two yards and a touchdown.
1: Like, Can you please thump it into the end zone? Thump
0: that sucker in the end zone. I need it.
1: We can't let Cam get hurt We're
0: going between the tackles, all right? <laughs> so not only Leonard Fournette looking for a job currently, most likely will find one. A man who's looking for a job uh that probably is not gonna find one currently. Earl Thomas Zach, this man on do you think he's gonna go to Dallas? So, so I think they're thinking, the betting
1: favorite.
0: So but I think problem is teams are gonna be less likely to take this man he's older you're going to be probably putting on a short-term contract but also he goes he goes to he he's at seattle that's a great organization they work with a lot of their players they're very good organiza- well run they asked him they got him out they wanted him out then he goes to baltimore another well-respected well-run organization they want him out. And that last one's a bit of a, just because of the fight, but there's also probably other things under that, underlying that as well.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cal said, he said, if you can't get along with Pete Carroll and Harbaugh, you're the problem.
0: So, exactly. So, perhaps, I and mean, maybe Dallas, because Jerry Jones is absolutely just, you know. I
1: mean, you're just going to pay him so you sell tickets.
0: But, uh, yeah, so I, I I don't know if Earl Thomas is going to be fine anything. Uh, one person who is a working out deal a deal currently who was not showing up to practice. People were very upset on in the organization for the Saints. Alvin Kamara was uh, in the Saints. We're in a little bit of a contract dispute, but it seems they are finally smoothing that out, getting it worked out. He is, was back at practice today. And I think that's something you've got to do. Like, you can't let that man walk or go, like, Especially with Drew Brees, he he, Drew Brees needs Alvin Kamara.
1: Yeah, especially without Mark Ingram, and you you've already paid your wide receiver. Drew makes a lot of money still. Don't be fooled. Leonard Fournette to the the
0: Saints. Saints.
1: You drop Alvin, pick up. You could
0: drop Alvin, or you just keep both, and you got a great two backs. Um, so what? That being said, we are Zach. We're right around the corner, eight days from the first NFL game. You zero preseason. We're going right out there, college football style. Giving the old college try, if you will. Uh, Houston versus Kansas City defending Super Bowl champions. By the way, on Twitter I saw Super Bowl champions, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs got their Super Bowl rings this weekend. And uh, McCole Hardman, former Georgia Bulldog wide receiver, had a you know great year with the Chiefs. He drank pulled out his ring, and the very first time he pulled it out of the box, he dropped it on the ground. He was—they caught him on camera. <laughs> so great, man! So great. I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: That's horrible. Um, I saw. Didn't Patrick Mahomes propose to his girlfriend right when yep. he got his ring? So that's yep. that's pretty classic.
0: Obviously, said yes.
1: He said, "I got my ring, but here's yours. Smooth." Bang. Smooth.
0: Uh. So outside of that, Zach, I don't think there's really much more in football, NFL. Um, we're just anticipating. We're waiting. We're ready. I'm so ready, so ready, man.
1: Getting the brews cold, making some finger food, coming over for the. It's time to tailgate. Okay. It's time to tailgate. Tailgate
0: in the apartment parking lot. That's what the plan is. We
1: were just watching football highlights the other night, montages on YouTube for about 30 minutes straight. So good.
0: Uh, before we get out of here, guys. We are getting towards the end of the MLB season. Baseball. Baseball. Old ball and stick. Stick ball. Stick ball. Uh, the Bravos, guys, obviously. Moody Sports, we love the Braves. Been to a few games. The Braves. the Braves. Bravos, if you will. Um, the Bra- Braves currently 21-14, fourth in the NL side of the, division, of the league. Um, and, man, looking really good. Last night, huge win for the team, 10-3. Uh, Zach?
1: I mean, Ozuna had, Marcel Ozuna had three home runs, two of them over the monster, one to dead center. No one has three home runs in a game ever, really. I mean, it happens, don't get me wrong. But no one does it at Boston. So Ozuna, crazy, Braves third in the National League. Even, that's without your ace going into the year. Soraka got hurt, and then you're uh, you're you're working with a, Torn down bullpen, kinda, but you got the great hitters, great fielders, good team, bound to make a playoff run again. I'm loving it. Freddie Freeman's having a good year.
0: I'm hopeful. We're hopeful, man. Come on, we know we can make the playoffs. We just gotta get that first round win at this point.
1: Yeah, and I, the shortened season's a little crazy. And I mean, I'm not watching it that much. Well Basketball's on. We got That's the toughest part right of now. the it's pandemic
0: great. at this point. Well, not really toughest, but as a sports fan. Deciding which sports you're watching. Obviously, we talk about NHL here occasionally. NHL is in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The New York Islanders, sixth seed, last seed in the playoffs, coming out of nowhere than the semifinals, Zach. They're dominating, scoring like three plus goals every game. They're looking great. So watch out, guys. We could watch the New York Islanders stun the world, come out here and win their first Stanley Cup be wild
1: yeah i know and uh i downloaded uh i downloaded nhl 2020 on my uh xbox been playing a little little nhl hockey here and there so it's been exciting you know we're big hockey
0: we're big hockey a i already said
1: once this episode i would move
0: zach zach is moving to toronto at some point all right
1: (laughs) yeah but i'm i'm excited for stanley cup and Sports in general, man. Sports, I'm just overwhelmed currently.
0: Zach, we're at 40 minutes, and we... are about to go, but then you know what I just realized? We're Greenville Triumph fans. We are Greenville boys. We haven't talked about the Greenville boys. And it's tough right now, man. Two-game loss on the road.
1: We had a busy week. We talked about it. We didn't pay as much attention to the away games this week. I mean, obviously, personal life issues going on, but... Greenville Triumph, they dropped two in a row, two man. Well the busy week, didn't get to watch the games, it's kinda sad.
0: Still in first place in the league currently. I mean, that's
1: good that you're out so far, but to lose it's it's great that you put yourself in a position where losing two is not a big deal. You're still number one, but you would have loved to see a draw
0: out of one of them. Very little margin of error available now, and it's tough because one of the games we lost, lost to the Richmond Kickers 2-1, and that was the second team in the league. That was the last game we played. That's tough. Um, so we do get a Friday night game coming up, um, getting towards the end of the season. I think we're on the back half of the season now, so uh, gotta gotta win. At, gotta start winning. Need to start scoring some goals. The, right. uh, I do believe two weeks from now, right, we'll but the tough part is really is just team can't score right now. We got to be able to start scoring goals. Uh, need to find some find the little, little ball and net game. All right, so so we're gonna
1: we're gonna hit you with a hard forty five minute stop on the pod today. But before we go, the reason I was uh, stumbling a minute ago is because I've been looking for my hockey fact of the week. <sighs> so so here we go. It's it's the meaning of the Stanley Cup. So. Stanley Cup was commissioned in 1892 in a hockey league before it was named the NHL. And it was named after Lord Stanley of Preston, (laughs) the Governor General of Canada. Wow. Wow. He donated as an award for Canada's top ranking Amateur Hockey Ice Club. And to this day, you're awarded the big Stanley Cup that is held above your head on the ice very talented. On skates, you're standing up. Huge trophy. Few people have dropped.
0: Listen, yeah. you know that thing was made back in the 1800s Cast iron. when it was called, when they called them ice teams. Ice clubs. Ice club. What? What are we talking about?
1: <laughs> no, we should go to an ice
0: club. We should go to an ice club. Ice club. We're, we're talking about hockey we No. Oh, we're okay. opening a nightclub
1: called Ice Club.
0: Everything's made of ice.
1: It's like an ice hotel, but it's fake ice because it would be very cold in yeah. there. But we'll have it cold in there, just not
0: simulate the cold. Simulate. <laughs> right. There's all Eric. Right. Right. No right. one
1: take that business model, but do follow us on social media and Instagram, and go to the website, Moody Sports page, all platforms. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Moody Sports.
0: Rate and review. You know, we'll post your we'll put your Tell your
1: grandma, tell your friends, haven't told you all that in a while. Still do it. Still
0: do it. Don't forget.
1: (laughs) Don't forget. Episode fifty-three. Shout out to the boys. Rest in peace, Haskell, Carlos, and the others involved. Awful. Love you all.
0: Yes. Thank you guys.
1: Thank you for listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, a very moody sports show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y, sports page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, moodysportspage.com. See you next week, guys.